moving day, passing glance at the news, and a silly quiz. It's super familiar with the Wilsons. Let's go. This is Super Familiar with the Wilsons. I am Josh. I'm Amanda. Welcome back. Welcome to Season 2. This is Season 2, Episode 1. Woo! So on our podcast platform, which is called um, Buzzsprout, it gives us the ability to divide our podcast into seasons if we want to. Now that makes sense for podcasts like Serial. I don't know if any of you are familiar with Serial, but it's super interesting. But it has uh, podcasts like that have different stories that they follow to the end. And then when they're done, they go on to a different season. Not so much in this podcast about pretty much nothing in particular. But we took a three-week hiatus that we'll talk about in a few minutes because we moved house. And also because we had, to be honest, a little bit of pandemic fatigue. Mm. And damn it, we're back. And I declare this season two. woo does the fact that this podcast is about nothing make us the Seinfeld of podcasts? No, that's that's kind of elevating us a little <laughs> bit high there. Okay. So we moved house. That's an interesting phrase. I don't know that I've I, I've ever used that phrase, but we did. We bought a house. We have been renting a house for the last six years since we got married. And we decided it was probably time to solidify this thing. It looks, it's looking like it's going well. (laughs) Wait a second. (laughs) This did not have that kind of symbolism to me. My God, I didn't know that so much was on the line here. Well, I mean, we signed a whole lot of papers. So what you're saying here is that this whole time I had allowed myself to get comfortable when really only now should I have gotten comfortable. But aren't you happy? Because now you know that you can be comfortable. It's fine. Uh, Dude, something has just been pulled out from under me. It's going to take me a few (laughs) minutes to recover. Let's all give Josh a moment. Uh, No, we so we we moved and we're we're kind of stretching this out. And part of me is glad, and part of me is like, ugh, we should have just done this in one weekend. So the place where we were living when we moved in six years ago, we paid first and last month's rent. So we thought, well, we we've got a month's rent that we can just take and and move out. But it's this really long agonizing process and and a good friend of ours just moved this weekend and did it all in one weekend and that's also a really stressful process and so I don't I I don't know but that's that's our good friend LaKendra and we are going to do a podcast together to talk about the woes and the yays of of moving and and walking this journey together so but just as a preview to that because that'll be great amounts of fun Anything that you've learned while moving? We have way too much stuff. And I bought a lot of stuff that I really thought I needed at the moment and really didn't need. And I'm already starting to see myself do that again, no matter how many times I've said don't do that. And so I did learn that. I learned... Well, wait, I've got one. Go. So we can go back and forth here. Come on. It's got to be a conversation. This is a dialogue here, friend. Well, you didn't ask me what did you and I learn. You just said, what did you learn? So I was listing it. Well, but let me tell you some of the things I learned. I'll tell you one thing I learned, and Mm -hmm. then you say your next thing. I learned that when you start packing, you very carefully, individually wrap (laughs) each thing. You put it in a box. You label the box. Label the box. And you tape it, and you stack it. By the end, well, let's just say this. Yesterday, I, I tore open a garbage bag that was knotted at the top <laughs> to find seven cookbooks, a bunch of tax papers, 
and three mugs individually stuffed into socks. <laughs> there wasn't even a there wasn't even a theme. You were just throwing throwing things near you into into a bag. Into a bag near me. Yes. Uh, so we we had a, a friend a colleague that I used to teach with, she and her husband and their, and their girls moved this summer and she knew we were moving and asked if we wanted boxes. And we went over there at like maybe May ish and got boxes and we filled the back of our, our car up with boxes and thought that, and they had more and they kept saying, do you want more? And we're like, you're never going to need more boxes. Not true. You never have enough boxes. We needed so many more boxes and we didn't take them. So I, I went and spent, more money than I probably should have on a lot of those Tupperware, like giant, giant, what do you call those things? The giant container bin Tupperware, you know, like you put salad in, but it's really big. And so you put Christmas decorations in it. What's that called? I think that's just called a plastic bin. I don't I, believe that that's Tupperware. It's not, but I'm, it's a Ken to Tupperware. So, uh, I, I bought a lot of those storage bins and packed in those, which is lovely. Cause now I have storage bins in my closet. Uh, and, uh what else did I learn? <laughs> dude, dude, they're definitely still full of things. They are no, but they're now they're holding things that I, I need in my closet. What else did I learn? I learned that it really helps to schedule the delivery of your appliances on the day that your husband is planning to move all of the big furniture for between 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. delivery. So somebody has to be at the new house at 7 a.m. and can't move the stuff. Uh, but the the flip side of that was I brought the now four-year-old because we took a hiatus long enough for the three-year-old to turn four, the now four-year-old with me to the house, the empty house that had no internet and no toys and entertained him for the five hours it took. And sure enough, if they didn't show up at like 1230. You never have enough boxes and always, if you have the ability, and of course that's a big if, but if you have the ability... Always hire someone to move your big stuff for you, if yeah. you can. We didn't have that ability. We had some last-minute closing cost surprises that took that ability away from us. So, Well, I, I will say also that, that what I, this is what I understand birth is like. Moving yourself... Please tell me. <laughs> no, but moving yourself is, is like what I've heard you say about birth, which is... Um, it's painful, but you never quite remember how painful it is because the pleasant memories kind of wash that away. You did not hear me say that. You heard somebody on a Hallmark movie say that. No, I heard you say that. Okay. That you never remember. Well, there was 10 years between my babies. That's a long time to anyway, forget. Anyway, it's never, it's, it's. It's awful. It's, it's awful. I don't want to do it again. Moving yourself is always more painful than you remember it is, is my only point here. Yeah, but I should, I, okay. I don't want to get twisted up with this analogy. This no, no, clearly no. a bad analogy. I wasn't going to. I was going to say you are a rock star, though, because you, with the help of our our two older boys, you moved everything. I mean, you you legit moved everything. We moved into the first house. You legit moved everything this time, and we had great friends who offered to help. We didn't want to impose on anyone, and so we did it ourselves. And the nice thing about slowly moving well, out let's of... let's be honest. Okay, let's do be honest. The, one of the reasons why I didn't want anyone's help... I mean, clearly we've got COVID happening, but also 
Um, because of the aforementioned stuff that's been shoved into garbage bags. You didn't bags. want them seeing your garbage bag full of tax papers, mugs, no, and or just, cookbooks. It, it looked like a bit of a, of a, of a tragedy. Well, <laughs> I mean, I am now just opening the back hatch of my car and just throwing things in, not even in bags or boxes. Just get in my car. <laughs> if you're here, just get in my car. It's all just shoved in there. And this, this is, this is where we are. So... I learned that I like new construction because it's clean and um, I don't have to worry about repairs for a while. That makes me happy. That makes me happy too. I learned that the four-year-old shouldn't have pencils in the new house because he's already drawn on the new paint. It's a, not even really dry yet. It's like two weeks old. Okay, and, it's dry. Well, folks. I know, but he drew, he drew some planets on on the stairwell. And that, that was great. Um. What else have you learned? Uh, I learned, uh, lastly, that um, it's not ever about um, starting to pack too early because I'm quite certain that, that people have the intent, have good intentions and they do start packing early. Um, but it's just that middle part. Yeah, we If did we that. can have the same activity in the middle part of packing that we had at the beginning at, at the end, but definitely our packing activity took the bell curve. Oh, with a thousand the, percent. With the, the middle kind of being Death Valley like, yeah. with the two peaks. So yeah, it was an upside. Yeah, don't upside do that. Don't do that. Well, we, I mean, so we were building this house. So we knew, like we had a good six months. We knew that we were going to be moving and we were like, we're going to pack something every weekend. We're going to give the kids boxes. Lies and they're going to pack. Pack a box every weekend will be great. So in the beginning, it was like, oh, great. We'll go through all the books and we'll make the donations and we'll do this and we'll do that. And then... Also, I'd be willing to bet. I I, I kind of want to hear from people who have moved. I feel like books are the first thing everyone packs because it's the easiest, and they're right there, and they go neatly into boxes, and they give you such both a <laughs> sense of accomplishment and a sense of hope. I packed all our books. Oh, that's brilliant! Everyone, anyone can do that. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, uh, but the one thing I did learn this is this is a, a packing tip trip trip packing tip trick. Pack your books in your rolling suitcases. Don't pack them in boxes. They're heavy. Pack them in your rolling suitcases. So much easier to move. So that was a score. That was a win. My books are still in the rolling suitcases in the garage. We have five bookshelves currently employed. They are full of Josh's books. There is no room for my books. And this is after we weeded on a lot of books and took a lot of books to the Friends of the Library book sale. So the other thing I learned is we have a lot of books. <laughs> Well, I'm sure that, that let's save some for LaKendra. Um, Books or boxes, she's done. Yes. No, I meant like things that we Talking about, yes. yes. So there you go. So that's where we've been, but we've missed you and hope you missed us. Amanda, guess what time it is? It's time for you to talk about things that I'm not allowed to talk about. It is a season two premiere of our world-famous award-winning segment, A Passing Glance at the News. I'm very so, excited. As you well know, I believe that all you need to know about the news is contained in that magical... Small, short sentence, sometimes uh, dependent clause, sometimes independent clause. <laughs> Usually the in bold font. 
They employ people solely to write these magical headlines to convey to you all the news that you need to have that you can share, you can talk about with your friends, neighbors, and coworkers. And since we've been on this three-week hiatus, I've known nothing about the news. I mean, a whole election cycle happened, and I know nothing because you have not been giving me my headlines. Okay, so here we go. Dateline, France. School asks parents to stop throwing late students over the gate. (laughs) I don't think I can get better than that, actually. No, all done. All (laughs) done with the news. I need to know, are these tiny late students? Are these, like, seniors? Well, I hope that they're not high school students. (laughs) Take my child. Stop locking the gate. Dateline Canada, the town of Asbestos, Quebec, chooses a new, less hazardous name. That reminds me of the Schitt's Creek episode we just watched about the Asbestos Fest. It's a thing up there in the north. Do we need to mark our episode explicit now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dateline India, toothbrush removed from man's stomach (gasps) after he swallowed it while brushing. Um... Dateline San Francisco. Wildlife expert poses as elderly woman to trap aggressive turkey. <laughs> that's I feel like that's just a game of Scrabble gone wrong, that headline. Makes no sense. Are turkeys not afraid of senior women? Guess not. Dateline the FDA. People really can't get over the name of the newly approved coronavirus drug. It's called Bamlanavimab. <laughs> No, I can't I even do, do it. You can't even say it. Bam, lama, vib, vib. Ram, lama, ding, dong? No. Because I'm pretty sure you're singing Grease to me. Bam, lana, v-mab. Nope. Well, I, they I can't get wh- over it because they can't say it. I don't know where the, the accent should be, but that's what it's called. Dateline across the pond. New Christmas pastry has an absolutely filthy name. It's called Santa's Yum Nut. <laughs> Come on, Britain. Let's discuss. (laughs) Dateline Brazil. Brazilian senator caught hiding cash between his butt cheeks. No, but just, but. No comments about Santa's yum nut. The the guy's name was Chico Rodriguez. (laughs) What? What did you say? Chico Rodriguez. Okay. (laughs) I'm from Miami. I can't make that joke. Dateline Massachusetts. Coastal town orders locals to stop calling 911 about giant fish. Like like the like a whale? No, no, it's a giant sunfish. I don't even know what a sunfish is. It's a giant. giant what are fish. they calling 911 for? Come get it? Well, no, there's this giant fish. I don't know. They're afraid that they're going to is I don't know. And so the Massachusetts said stop calling us. We know it's there. Stay away from it. Also, it's probably not I don't think sunfishes are dangerous. Well, if they're giant, they could suffocate you. Yes. So those are our headlines for today. Now you know everything that you need to know. You're welcome. I miss the headlines. time for my favorite segment of the show you know you've missed it amanda tortures joss with something that came from either buzzfeed or pinterest today in a nod to a really fun weekend that we had i'm going to give josh a buzzfeed quiz that is this drink quiz will reveal your worst quality 
Aren't you super excited to know your worst quality based on a BuzzFeed quiz about drinking? So wait, 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 wait. Uh, am I to assume that my worst quality isn't going to end up being that I'm a drunk? <laughs> did, you, did you drink too much? Well, in order to make it not so super alcohol dependent, the it's all kinds of different drinks, not just alcoholic drinks. All right. You've just made this quiz slightly more boring. Go ahead. Choose a hot drink. Latte, tea, espresso, coffee. Easy. Coffee cannot go a day without at least one coffee, but usually I have two to three coffees a day. Right. Is that bad? Well, remember when every once in a while you'll say, I need to quit coffee because I don't want to be dependent upon it. And then you quit coffee and then you have a headache and then you don't do coffee for like two months and then you do coffee. I will never do that again. I will absolutely not do that during COVID. No. I need my coffee. 2020 is the worst. Why take away the things? See, I went through this with my I went through this with wine. Like, I'm not going to drink wine because I'm gaining weight. But also, this is the worst year. Like, it's actually the worst year. And so I'm if the wine is good. I'm going to drink it. And then I'll just go to the new gym that we have in this neighborhood, which I've been to twice. Be happy for me. Thank you. Choose a fizzy drink. Dr. Pepper, Fanta, Sprite, or Coca-Cola. Now I know you don't drink soda, but just choose one of these things. Um, I guess I'd have to choose the most boring of all soft drinks, Sprite, because I used to love that as a kid. Yeah. I did um, summer school PE once because I thought it would be not as bad as having to do it during the regular school year. And so I did personal fitness during for summer school between between ninth and 10th or eighth and ninth grade, ninth and 10th grade. That's what it was. And so I would go and I would do personal fitness and we play things like volleyball. And then I would go to the little like snack shop and get a Sprite and a Snicker every day. I think these two things did not go together can i get something straight here so in other words you took what possibly would be the least not enjoyable thing about your school day and you took it during the summer yeah i always look forward to pe class because it'd be a break no no i hate i didn't want to dress out because then here's the thing if you have pe first period it sucks because then your hair is a mess and like what you're sweaty right but if you have it last period then it's freaking hot because it's central florida and so no do it during the summer get it over with okay Choose an alcoholic drink. Tequila, rum, rosé, vodka. Oh, those are my choices? Yes. Waiting for beer. Okay. No. I had a, a I went on a little bit of a tequila kick once. I really like the flavor and the taste of tequila. So, tequila. So, I like tequila, but tequila gives me a headache. But I discovered this thing. It's cactus water no it's ranch water ranch water and it's made with blue agave but it's like it's a hard seltzer but i can do that on the rocks with um a little bit of salt and it's just like having a margarita but with only five percent abv and no headaches okay so little break here to give you a a hangover (laughs) tip that i learned very recently i'm not going to tell you who that i learned this from um because that's not my story to tell but this person advised me Okay, a little background. I I had um, some beer, and then some shots came out, and so I may have had a shot of tequila, speaking of, of uh, bur- really old bourbon, of rum, and of... What was whiskey. It? And, and whiskey, some, some really rare Crown Royal, and was very concerned about... I was also very concerned. And I was the, driving, just so you know. What the next morning would bring us. And then this friend of ours said, Hey, 
You know what you need to do? You need to go and purchase some Pedialyte and drink some of this Pedialyte before you go to sleep. Take two Advil. Take two Advil, and you will be right as rain the next morning. And I am here to tell you that pretty much it worked as advertised. I was pleasantly shocked. I was really surprised. Meanwhile, I had a beer and a glass of wine over three hours and felt like I had 12 hours of morning sickness the next night into the day. And I am not pregnant, but I don't like morning sickness. And I'm really was shocked that you consumed what you did and did not wake up feeling really awful. So thank you to the friend who shall not be named for the tip who sent it to us because noticed pictures that were being posted on Instagram of shots and wanted to know how you were. <laughs> All right. Choose a healthy drink. Let's let's switch to this. Corona. Smoothie. With lime. No. Smoothie. Water. Milk. Orange juice. Okay, well, first of all, I kind of call BS on orange juice since that's usually loaded with sugar. But if it's fresh squeezed, I mean, it's a natural sugar. I'm going to say water. I've got this habit that Amanda cannot stand. When I drink... Oh, God. When I drink it, it's... I can't help it. It's the actual... It drives me insane. Well, why don't you tell them what it is? So... Oh, I love my husband so much, but I swear he did not do this until we were married. Like, this is not a thing you did while we were dating. (laughs) He drinks cold water, and he'll say, I love cold water. It's so refreshing. But every time he needs to tell me it's so refreshing and that there's nothing like cold water, and it's the cold that I think drives me nuts. So you're just like, I love water, but it's like, I love cold water. I'm like, I freaking know it's cold water. You put all the ice in it. I know it's cold water. It's just like when I say at some point in time, it drives you nuts because it's just at some point. You don't. I don't need to add the time. You don't need to add the cold to the water. I know. Believe it or not, I believe in brevity of speech. <laughs> all right. Well, here, I can tell you what your worst quality is now based on all of these choices. Oh, please tell me. I can't wait. You're ditzy. What? You're not at all. You're a little naive and gullible. Be careful so that people don't take advantage of you. Kind of like I just did with this BuzzFeed quiz. This is really a stupid, stupid quiz, BuzzFeed. I am probably one of the most doubting, cynical people. That's true. Yeah, so there you go. Yes. Thanks for that, Amanda. Yes. Hopefully, you all out there enjoyed that in a way that I could not possibly. Would you rather do a quiz in which you um, you take a personality quiz to reveal which drink you are? Uh, no, I think we're done for today. Oh, okay. I want to know which drink I am. Stay tuned. Next week, I'll, I'll put it out on the Twitter and let you know what drink I am. All right, folks. Well, welcome us back. We're happy to be back. And until next week, we will um, talk at you later. Oh, and by the way, I'm sure that there are um, at least tens of people out there who are wondering (laughs) why we changed our theme music. And so I'll give you a little uh, peek behind the curtain. I don't think that we've talked about this, but we had this really great theme song that I really absolutely loved. It kind of reminded me a little bit. It had the vibe of like a 1980s sitcom, and I just really liked it. Well, I got it from a, a site that you're supposed to be able to take music off of that's royalty-free um, music and free music that you, you're allowed to use under a, 
under a, a, a some sort of usage license. Anyway, I did all the things right, and we should have been able to use it. So I uploaded it to YouTube because we do have a YouTube channel, and I got a um, a copyright infringement notice, and I'm like, what? And I shouldn't have gotten it, but I did get it. You got a cease and desist? No, not even that, or a, a, a cease and deceased or whatever. But it it freaked me out, and the reality is is that if you have a podcast and you publish it on Apple Music and they detect what they think is copyrighted music, they will shut you down and take mm. you off, and there is no appeal. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. Spotify is worse. Spotify, oh, okay. it pulls that trigger a lot quicker. So I kind of got a little spooked, got rid of the song, and now our theme song is by um, Andrew Wilson, who is a wonderful musician and also happens to be my son. And all of the music that we use um, from now on will be either original music that we do or original music from people that we know that isn't copyrighted and that we do explicitly have their permission, which is why our last show I um, played a song by Ricky Kendall. I had asked Ricky for permission to do that, and that song, um, he's not signed to any sort of publishing company, so there wasn't any danger of any problems with that. So... All that is to say, that's why our theme song has changed. We do our due diligence here, and right. Well, we don't because I got the copyright thing. Well, now, now we do our due diligence here, and right before we head on out, I want to tell you that um, I am coffee. I am strong and very energetic. This is this. I just took the quiz while you told the story. Slightly bitter. Yeah, I mean, but if you put a little salt. A little salt in me, then it evens out the bitterness or something. I don't know. Go to listen to the episode in which we put things in coffee. Yeah, we we lost the thread there. (laughs) All right, folks. Until what next week, we will talk to you later. Bye. Podcast Network.